Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I have my wedding coming up at the beginning of next month. I'm very excited. However, I have an issue with my guest list. My dad expects to be there despite us having had a serious unresolved issue that seems to be at the forefront every time he comes around. I kind of dodge the intentional uninvited conversation, but it seems like he is stirring up problems by talking to everyone else in the family about it. We haven't talked in weeks, and he only knew about the engagement and wedding through another family member. I just want the day to be stress-free, and not having him there would solve that problem, but I don't know how to start a conversation without feeling like I'm being rude. Any advice helps. P.S., I've already created a burner, a burner email just in case. Oh, wow. <laughs> so got ahead of it. Yeah, sign the heartbreak kid. You don't want stress on your wedding day. You're going to have to have a little stress before your wedding day because this is a stressful situation. In life, it's stressful for you. It has been. So it isn't going to come without stress now. My advice to you is to have that very uncomfortable conversation with him and go right to it. Hey, pops, I am getting married. I am... N- I'm not going to invite you. This is because. And then you share the reason. And that is a very uncomfortable thing to say, but I've found it's easier just to say it and lay it out there and then have the conversation about what you just said right after instead of having the conversation building up to what you're saying and it's all led, there's confusion in and, oh, well, I just, uh, uh, nope, this is what you do. Hey, look, we're having the wedding and I don't think you should come because X, Y, Z. And then you have the conversation right after that, same conversation. But 
there's going to be stress because it's a stressful situation. You can't just go no stress. You can't assign no stress to something that is bringing stress to your life. So you have to hit it head on. That way you don't have to deal with it later. That's it. That's, that's the easy way. And do it in a burner account. No, I'm just kidding <laughs> about that. But some conversations, the harder they are, the better they are to go right at immediately and then talk about it right after you go right at it. Amy, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't like having hard conversations either, but what I've learned in life and being a more mature communicator and just an adult is that you got to have the hard conversations because that will give you the freedom in the long run. Otherwise, you're going to be stressed at your wedding. And then he's hearing from other family members all this different stuff. You can control the narrative by having the hard talk and setting your boundaries with him. And then who knows? He may be like, oh, wow, I had no idea. I'll work on that. And then maybe your relationship can evolve from there. Yeah, there's no easy advice here because it's not an easy situation. No. And that's what I'm saying about stress. It is going to be stressful, but you'd rather get the stress over with. Yeah. Before the wedding day. And also, you're going to have to address it eventually. So go ahead and address it now because since it's going to be addressed eventually, do it now, which saves you this time of being stressed. Lunchbox? You got to clear the air. I mean, you could just do it. I mean, if you want to, have a couple drinks so you've got the liquid courage. And then, boom. Get drunk and land on him. Oh, yes. that could be worse, though. I don't know. Big fight. Man, I don't like having awkward but conversations, so I'm not going to have it. I'm just going to... Let him come to the yeah, wedding. I mean, he, no, he knows about the wedding, and he's going to know he's not invited when he doesn't get invited. But you're going to be stressed out the day of the wedding. Hey, you know what? Time is beautiful. It's going to... Life will go on, and after the wedding, whatever happens, happens, and we never had to have that So what you're saying is higher security, so when he shows up, like... You can always te- you can have security. There are always weenie ways to do it and weenie ways to lean into it. I, I thought the weenie way would Bobby way would be text him. Well, you could text him and go, "Hey, look, I'm getting married and I can't invite you because, again, X Y Z. We don't know what X Y Z is. She didn't say here. Sure. And so I just wanted you to know, I, I still love you. I want to work this out, but I can't invite you. If you absolutely can't do it with your mouth, you can do it with your thumbs. Yeah, but that can always get misinterpreted. Or you could say, hey. Eddie, you just said don't have the conversation yeah. at all. So you can't jump in now and go, no. You could sit him down and be like, hey, we'll invite you. And since you're my dad, you got to pay for the wedding. Mm. That's good. It doesn't yeah. sound like they have that kind of relationship. Yeah, but, uh, it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, if you don't want to have, I would have it on the phone, first of all. I wouldn't have it in person. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. That way you're just midweenie. Interesting. I do midweenie and I have it on the phone. That way you can just hang up if it gets awkward. Oh. Hmm. Uh, and Not face to face. She just hang up. This is awkward. Click. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Click. Well, That's I exactly really, it. I feel like we've given her some good options. Yeah, like every option. I would go. I would. If it were me, I would go mid weenie. I would talk in person or on the phone, yeah. human, human to human, and then I would say it immediately, and then talk about it after we, I, I said what it was, and then move on. Now, if you don't want to go mid weenie, you can go full weenie and text it, but you're still gonna have to have some sort of conversation. Okay. But you have to say okay. it. Don't do Eddie time. Hey. Yeah, what was full, Eddie full, time full, is full, beautiful? No, full, full weenie is just don't even mention it. See ya. That's full weenie? But full, then full she weenie. might end up but with then she more stress the day on her wedding day. Hey, that's the goal. Hey, no stress. More life, less stress. Okay, uh, right. Yo, right. Bucks for using the slogan. <laughs> All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Fritz began driving for Uber back in 2015. Well, recently he was driving. It was early in the morning taking someone from Brooklyn to LaGuardia Airport in New York. When he's driving, he sees all these people outside. And he's like, oh, is that a fight? 
And then he sees debris falling from the second story of an apartment complex. He goes, no, that's on fire. He goes, passenger, you're going to have to hold on. He pulled over. Wow. And he said, what's going on? They said, there's still people inside. And what's he do? Runs in there, finds the two people, and guides them to safety. He stopped. That's awesome. I mean, if I'm the passenger, I'm like, what's happening right now? Yeah. I'm glad at the end. But for a minute, I'm like, what is he? Stop and get a burger? But what if you're missing your flight? Oh, I know. Hey, right. oh, hold on, hold on. Life. He got back in the Uber and got the passenger to the airport on time. Get out of here. That's did, crazy. Did not miss his flight. <laughs> so there you go. Not only did he save two people, the guy got to the airport wow. on time. I saw a story where Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Steelers, saw oh. a fight on the side of the road with some kids. And he stopped and threw them all. And he's like, let's go. Let's go. And he took them all to practice. Now I get to practice with the team. I love it. Together. Oh, that's so, that changes their life anymore. probably. Mm-hmm. Wow. And one of them starting wide receiver this, this week. Yes, he was so good. <laughs> yeah, practice. he's 11. But he flies. <laughs> Kids got great hands. High motor guy. All right. That's awesome. That's Tell Me Something Good. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. In the latest chapter of What Is My Bizarre Life, you know, I hosted hour four of the Today Show yesterday with Hoda. And I'm doing it today and tomorrow. And just it's, it's just, just bizarre. And not that it's not awesome and fun, but it's there are moments where you're sitting there going, how in the world did I get here? But Hoda is awesome. And I've been a guest on the show a few times. Like, you know, if I have a, something coming out, and I'll go up. But it's, it's a whole different ballgame. You know, before the show even started, like she like pumps everybody up. She's like clapping, like, let's go, let's go. I mentioned as soon as I walked out, I, I said I felt like Nick Saban was getting us ready to start the game. But she is... Awesome, super kind, just just a lovely person. And so did the show, like Keenan Thompson was on from, you know, uh, I know him most from probably Keenan and Kel and then SNL. Good Burger. Yeah, we're going to go Yeah. Yeah, the movie. Uh, so, but he, him, him and Kel did that movie together, so I guess I just assume that's part of that. But he was amazing and, and funny. He's a little tired because he had been doing promotion all morning. I guess they had him on like three different hours that morning. So... Danny DeVito was on, who I think is hilarious. And, I mean, he was on shows that I watched even before I was born. Now, what I mean is, I watched Taxi on Nick at Night. And so, but that show was on before I was born. But he was on Taxi. He was on Cheers. uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So, it was, he's 77. Wow. And he was sitting in the, the makeup room where I was. And I see him sitting out there. And I walk out. And since I'm in a host, I feel, because I'm most, I, Usually I would never do this. I feel like host should go out and be like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the show. I really didn't so much care about welcoming him. I just wanted to go and say hello, right? Because who am I to welcome somebody to, to a house that ain't mine? You know right. what I mean? And so I go and I say, hey, Mr. DeVito, I'm Bobby Bones. Uh, really nice to meet you. And he goes, oh, you're hosting today. I said, I am. He goes, so let me ask you about this suit you're wearing. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, first of all, one of the coolest suits I've seen in a long time. Great, great job. Whoever picked it. you, have a stylist. I said, "Well, my wife." He goes, "Where is she?" I said, "She's in there." She goes, "He goes, great job." And then <laughs> he says, "You should move a button like two inches where it is here to here." And I said, "When did you start like uh, you know being an expert in suits?" He goes, "My friend," and he lists some famous designer. He goes, "I've been hanging out with them a lot and I've learned all about uh, cloth and buttons and and so he showed me where to move the button and when I get home in his honor I'll move the button two inches over." Oh wow! But that's what we did. That was our interaction <laughs> in the green room. For like five minutes, he just showed me like his suit or his his clothes that he was wearing, and then we went out and did the segment. And he was it was awesome. It's like I don't know what planet this is, but it was a really cool day yesterday. I'll be doing it again today, and we finished and it flies by. 
it's an hour, but it, fl- I mean, this show, we're on for five hours. The last hour of the show, not as intense for us. So f- we'll say four and a half. But we're for four and a half hours, and even it goes by pretty quickly sometimes. But you talk about an hour. Holy moly. I really only messed up once because I was pretty much throwing a perfect game and as far as not actually making a misstep. My perfect game was at the very end. They were, we were doing the, the credits were rolling, going to the next show, and they go, shut it, go, shut it down. We got five seconds. And I had like a whole paragraph, and I went, Jane Krakowski. But I said her name wrong because she's coming on tomorrow. And I was like, Jane, what, 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 and then Hody goes, okay, that's all. Bye, everybody. And so that's, <laughs> well, that's that was, not bad. Yeah, well, it, I'm not going to go back and watch it because I will absolutely mm-hmm. torture myself with going, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. But it was a really cool day. And I don't know if you guys got to a TV in time after the show to watch it or not. Because, you know, we're at, that building is what, a block, two blocks from here, Mike? So I roll over there real quick and was able to let it rip. But, Eddie, did you watch it at all? I did not, man. I'm sorry. I missed it. I will wow. watch tomorrow, though. I promise. Wow. Uh, you can watch today. Or yeah, today. today. Or today. Yeah, yes. yes, today. And then tomorrow. And yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Amy, did you get a ch- chance to watch it? No, we were here, and the TV wasn't working. Classic. Classic that something's not working. Not that you guys didn't watch, <laughs> but classic something wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe we'll have to get it fixed by today. Maybe they're working on it now, and hopefully we'll get to watch it today. It's okay. You've seen it a million times. You've seen me do that, you know, talk a million well, times. No, no it's different. very different, and you're hosting the Today Show. I mean, well, it's, a, it's a big deal. Well, let me deal. ask Lunchbox. Lunchbox, did you watch it? Oh, I absolutely watched it. That's Bobby. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? That's like, what I, I knew. I don't make excuses yeah. about the TV not working. I figure out how to get it done. Yes. And let me tell you, I felt like Kenan Thompson, I'm glad you told me that he had been doing promotion all morning because I was like, that guy wanted nothing to do with being there. He was just like... Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. And you were trying to get him to talk, and he was just like, one word answers. I was like, okay, this is awkward. But yes. And then they gave Caitlin a shout out. They're like, where's Caitlin? Oh, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And Hoda started crying, and you had to hug her and console her. Crying? Uh, oh, yeah. Crying? Bobby made Hoda cry. Why? I, well, I didn't have to cons- <laughs> console her, is not the word, because she wasn't sad. But Lunchbox watched. Lunchbox is my new best friend. I'm calling it now. Lunchbox is my new best friend. Um, so thank you, best friend. And. I was telling Hoda about a story about the first time I met her that, that I knew she would not remember because I didn't meet her as the person that's, you know, on the radio or on TV or whatever. I just met her as a guy walking down the street. And I told the story and she started crying. And it's pretty cool. And then, yeah, Caitlin was there and I was talking about being married for a year. And they were like, is she here? And they flipped a camera. I thought they were going to knock over a, a guy in the studio because they took the, they didn't know she was there. <laughs> and they, they flipped a camera so fast. There was like one of, I don't know if he's an assistant producer or not. He almost got just... His, he was about to be the headless horseman, you know what I'm saying? And so, but the, then she waved, and it's great. I mean, and then Bobby gave away $500 of his own money, just like he does on this show. What? Yep, to some listeners in the audience. He played Snake in the Grass, and they all three got it wrong, and he was like, you still get $500. I mean, nice that you think that was my own money, but that that was their <laughs> their money. But oh. I, I did buy books, though, from that author and donate them to my school. So I did spend that money. Oh, cool. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, thank Lunchbox, uh, go ahead and grade it. I'll take it I'll take it from you. You'll be honest. Oh, uh, yeah, I would say a B. I felt like a little bit you were like, I, I felt like it was the Bobby show. It was great. Like, you didn't even let Hoda talk at the beginning. You were just going, <laughs> going, going. I was like, this is how you do it. You take command of that stage and you say, Hoda, you chill out. I got this. But that got a B? 
Well, B, yeah, because I, I didn't get to see the end because... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got interrupted the end, by the, the interrupted, local news. The murder, yeah. Yes. So my best friend was watching because <laughs> the local news came in and they found the woman in Memphis. Yes. Oh. And so, I mean, I guess I could say B yes. or I could say incomplete because I didn't get to see the whole episode. So I felt like you were you guys, you and Hoda were starting to groove and then yeah. we got interrupted and I so... Well, I, I guess like, you missed my shout out to you. Dang it! I know, I know, Dang it. I know. And I gave you something too of my own, but I, I, don't worry about it if you haven't seen uh, it. Yeah. Well, that was yesterday. It was really cool. And, and who's on today? I want to. I want. I want. Do I know him? Jane Krakowski is on today from Thirty Rock and a lot of stuff actually. Do you she's know she the is? blonde girl. Yes. Yeah, she's Jane funny. Krakowski. Yeah, she's on. You'll recognize her for sure. Oh yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Jenna some, Maroney. What? what is that her name? <laughs> that was her on uh, Thirty Rock. Uh, Tiara is going to be on, who I got to bring on, and then tomorrow Derek Jeter, which is pretty cool. Do you know him, Lunchbox? That's so cool. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's so dumb. So just grateful and able to do the show here in the New York studio and go do that. And they're so close, I get to pull it all off. So that's all. Any questions before we get into the song? Yeah, Eddie, I have a, a quick question. I want to know how small Danny DeVito is. Like, like, oh. yeah, how he's, small is he, he? He's, he's a small guy. Yeah, well, yeah. If we Google his height. I'll tell you if it's accurate or not. It says 4'10". Is his height? And he's probably... It, yeah, he's probably like... He's wow. Probably, he's probably 4'10". Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I remember from Twins, you know, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, Twins. And like, they were so different in size. So I'm assuming he's really, really small. There's a picture on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. And he's standing and I'm bent over. So if you look at that... <laughs> That's awesome. You can see how... He's like... It's like the fourth slide. He's standing up and I'm bent over taking... The, it's like... A, yeah, he's, he's a small guy. Yeah, yeah. Amy, any question? Yes. So do you think that you'll adopt that from Hoda? Like when you get back from the Today Show, are we going to start like hyping each other up before the show? What do you think I do to you guys every day? We, we all have a little power. No, no, we, we can't do. even talk no. to you. Like, I'm no. kind of, I'm, I'm curious to see like <laughs> no, how you feel I don't about live this. Like, I don't live like that. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm pretty controlled and contained, and energy is me- consistently above medium all the time. Okay. So, and al- also, <laughs> we can't stay that hype all the time because that's that's not our personality. Not all the time, but just before the show. Like, whatever no. Hoda's doing. I'm tired. It, it was oh, no. also okay. uh, 10 o'clock. Okay. And so, you're wait, if we start the show at 10 o'clock, I'll be that hype. Okay. Deal? <laughs> okay. That's we deal. started a lot earlier, and nobody wants to be hype at 5 in the morning. True that. Thank you. Thank you, best friend. All right. There's that. It's time for the Bobby Feud. Here we go. Top 10 crossover artists in country music. Now, what a crossover artist is, it's somebody who's in country music, but also crosses over to a different genre because of their massive success in their own. And so it's current people, too? Very current? The question is, top 10 country crossover (laughs) artists. Okay. There are 10 answers on the board. Let's play the feud. Amy, you're up first. Okay, Shania Twain. Show me Shania Twain. <laughs> Number one answer, obviously, Shania Twain. One point. Amy? Taylor Swift. Maybe the biggest ever. For Great. Sure. I Taylor, didn't even Taylor, think of Taylor that. or Shania, both massive. Show me Taylor Swift. <laughs> Number three. Wow. Okay, so far Amy's got four points. Now what happens is why you only get one point for number one is because it's the easiest to get. It's obvious. Right? It's yeah. a little different than if you're playing up there and it's speed round. Yeah. So, Amy, you have four points. Name a top country crossover artist. Okay, I don't know if I should go back in time to get further down the list. Did he cross over? Did Johnny Cash? 
Show me Johnny Cash. It's incorrect. Not on the list. Lunchbox, you got eight answers still up on the board. We're looking for a top ten country crossover artist. Yeah, Bobby, I got this one. You ready? I'm sorry they're rude to you. They refuse to come in here. We don't like to talk about them, but we're going to have to say them. The Chicks. Show me the Chicks. Oh, that was a good one, man. I don't know what list we're looking at. Uh, the list here that I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eddie, over oh. 5,000 people were polled. The Man. top 10 country crossover artists, meaning they were so popular in country that they got moved over to another format. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm going to go with Sugarland. Okay. You know, I remember buying a Coke, and they were all over my Coke can, and I was like, oh, these guys are huge. Okay. They crossed over to the grocery store aisle. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Show me Sugarland. Oh. Huh. Hmm. All right. Let's go to round number two. There are only three rounds total. There are still eight answers on the board. Oh, my gosh. Top 10 country crossover artists. Amy. Well, Marin Morris. Show me Marin Morris. That's at number good. 10. Yes! Big points there Woo! at number 10. Wow. Thank you. All You're right. Welcome. Um, Dan and Shay. Two fellas. Huh? That's good. We know pretty well. Are, Dan and uh, Shay. Show me Dan and Shay! Oh, no. Oh, Amy, that was so good. It. Wow. Lunchbox, what do you got? Uh, it just keeps going over and over in my head. Over and over again. Over and over again. Okay. Tim McGraw. Show me Tim McGraw. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Amy's got 14 points. This is crazy. You guys have zero. Seven answers on the board. Eddie. All right. I mean, their hit... Uh, it's a quarter after one, and I need you now. Oh, yeah. Give me Lady A. Good one. It's a huge crossover that was hit. A massive. And I think it, it got all the way to number two. In the, the billboard. On the on the Let's world. go. Yeah. Show me Lady A. Yeah. Number nine. Oh, okay. Big I'm points. Big okay. points. Okay. Big points. Lady A. Okay. I'm Top in trouble 10 now. country crossover artists. There are the number two answer, four, five, six, seven, and eight. I got it. Go ahead. Yeah, baby. Let me call BB Rex up because she's in the pop world and I'm about to make a hit. Let's go, Florida Georgia Line. It's great. Show him, Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, baby. No, baby. No, baby. Dang. No, baby. Last round. That's crazy. Amy, you are dominating right now. Oh. Okay. They started in country. They started in country. I don't even know. I guess, um, Kenny Chesney. Show me Kenny Chesney. Just throwing names out there. <laughs> Lunchbox, you need some points. Yeah, man. I've been sitting out for a while. Go ahead. I've been playing, playing possum until round three. I love a good possum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love a good possum. And then I, I went down the islands and streams. Mm-hmm. You and my boy, Kenny Rogers. Show me Kenny Rogers. Correct. Eight points. What? Oh! Eight points. That's huge. Crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, Lunchbox. Yeah, guys, you know, I was working nine to five. Oh, my God. Give me Dolly Parton. <laughs> Show him Dolly! Yes! <laughs> yes! I, I, I tried to leave Lunchbox that. now has 14 points and is tied for the lead. <laughs> Let's go. Now in trouble. Now he's in trouble, he says. Now in trouble. Go I'm ahead. Pause until then. That's all I got. Um, let me see. Top 10 country crossover artists. Dang. You know, I mean, 
I- I'm going to go with this guy. He-, he came over from pop to country, and then his songs <laughs> go back to pop. Give me that man named Darius Rucker. Oh, that's oh. so good. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Yeah. Show me Hootie. Correct. Lunchbox takes the lead. Man, I love this game. 19 points. He played possum till the third round. They're going to make a movie on Disney about this right here. Yeah. This is one of the greatest performances <laughs> I've ever seen. Man. Go ahead. You guys like how birds fly? What? Especially crows. Cheryl Crow. Show me Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. Lunchbox in the lead right now. Eddie, you have nine points, so yeah. you're, you're ten down. There are the number two answer, the number four answer, and the number seven answer. Wow, all you on can the board. win! You can still win, but you got to get at least two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I have three written down. Uh-huh. Top ten country crossover artists. The one I'm most confident about is Willie Nelson. So let's just get it out of the way. I know he's a big crossover artist. You are always on my mind. This is worldwide stuff. Give me Willie. Who else did you have? Stop it. I- I'll get to that point. Who else did you have, then? No, no, stop. I didn't get it Who right. Who else did you have, then? Garth and Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Uh, show me Willie Nelson. Oh, oh, dang it! I, I did, did it. it! I did it! I did it! How did I do that? <laughs> yeah, how did you do it? How? Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> do you believe in miracles? That is incredible. That is incredible. Wow. I mean, third round. Let wow. me go through the other three real quick. At number two is Garth Brooks. At number four was Faith Hill. Oh. That's right. And at number seven was Carrie Underwood. Oh, wow. duh. Wow. Oh, my God. But play the guy a song. Woo! The big winner. Yeah. You gotta respect it. Hey, you, you played possum. Spell possum, Lunchbox. Uh, P O. All right, there you go. We're out of here. Well, it depends. O O possum. Huh? A possum. Yeah, sometimes they say that. That's yeah, stupid. it's both. Yeah, yeah. All right, big winner today. <sighs> Don't forget, tickets go on sale this Friday for my comedically inspirational show in Las Vegas at the Win. By the way, the Reggie Guineas are gonna play. That's Eddie and myself. Mike D is going to come out and do some comedy before the show. George Burge is going to play, and then I will do my comedically inspirational show. I heard somebody grunt or something over my No, nah, it was my microphone, not a grunt. Oh, I thought you were like, yeah. No, no. I thought you were like, Feel- I thought you were yeah. feeling it. I, I, would, I would have accepted that. Uh, tickets on sale Friday. Go to bobbybones.com. It'll also be at Ticketmaster. But 10, there's conflicting reports about what time, but I'm still going to hang tight with 10 a.m. where I live, Central, so 8 a.m. in Las Vegas. There's not a conflict anymore, right? I just settled it. I think you right? straightened that yeah, out. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, 10 a.m. where I live, 8 a.m. Vegas. Everybody, if you're west, that's 8 a.m. your time. So let's go. Tickets, bobbybones.com. Thank you very much. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So for an emergency fund, it's been recommended for years that we have about $400 set aside for just in case if something crazy happens in your life, you've got it there. Okay. Well... I hate to say it, but a study was put out by Lending Club, and that number has gone up significantly. <laughs> what if she just said, I love to say it, everybody, you're way poorer than you thought. <laughs> I know. It what is, is the new number? Uh, they say the real target number should be $1,400. Oh, it didn't just go up. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy, but just so much. I mean, everything is inflated that yeah. if you really want to be secure with your emergency fund, 
That's how much you should try to save and set aside. Okay, well, well we're just hoping on jelly beans. I have a million. Why not have a million dollars? Just in case. <laughs> just a, Yeah, just emergency fund. We're just throwing hope out there. All right, what else you got? Well, I have how obsessed we are with our pets because we average about a photo of them a day and or maybe a little more, and we'll have 400 pictures of our pets by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm definitely there. I take a lot of pictures of Stanley and Eller. You know, it's funny. I, I hang out with Eller now a bit more than I do Stanley. For one, Stanley's almost three now, and he just... DGAF like he does not care anymore he just goes and sleeps he's just a big fat bulldog and so he doesn't he'll come and hang out sometimes and he's very loving occasionally but he's so tired and fat and sleepy all the time where Elder is like like that's my girl now and she's always sometimes she's a bit needy but I hang out with Elder more than I do Stanley at this point because I Stanley sleeps all day but I take a lot of pictures of them and Stanley has an Instagram Mr. Stanley Bones it's got almost 100,000 followers oh, wow. that I've not monetized at all and don't even know how but I would like to if anybody needs any <laughs> has any ideas alright what else uh, Willie Nelson is 89 years old and if you're thinking he might retire at some point uh, that is not in his plan because he would rather quote die than retire that's yes, I can see that about Willie. Well, I was just—it got me curious about you, Bobby. Like, yeah. would would you rather die or retire at some point? Ooh, if you would have asked me three years ago, I would say die. I still don't see myself retiring, right? I I can't because I've been like having to hustle so hard my whole life. I cannot see me not working. And also, I love my job for the most part. I love the people I do it with. I love what I get to do. I guess there's now a factor of a wife, and eventually we'll probably have kids. And I think that could change my perspective a little bit where I uh, for sure never want to retire. I just want to stay away. But 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 no, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it could change my perspective of of that and how I feel about life. So I don't know. Right now, though, I can't see me not working because I'm still afraid I won't be able to pay all my bills. Yeah. But I mean, eventually, like you'll. Well, I will see. Like, we'll see. And then another fun Willie Nelson fact before we wrap is that he has opened his concerts with Whiskey River since the 70s. Wow. Every Whiskey single concert. River, take. Yeah. 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 Whiskey River, take my mind. Every single one, huh? That's what it says here. That's cool. <laughs> I'm mm. trying to think. I saw Willie Nelson the most when I was in college, and I don't really remember what he opened <laughs> with. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could just sit. I mean, I don't know how, you, how anybody could prove it back before phones. And I could be like this. Hey, every show we've ever done here, I've given 100 bucks away to a listener. Every single one. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prove I didn't. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah. Maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Tom is 82 years old. And almost 20 years ago, he said, I'm going to make 1 million basketball free throws. That's also what? counting those <laughs> yeah, aside from that. doing it just counting them so he'd go to the basketball court and he'd attempt at least 100 free throws every single day he started almost 20 years ago 17 years ago to be exact now through the years he's a 94% shooter wow Whoa. pretty good he spent a total of 2,500 hours on the court and Tom sunk his 1 millionth free throw on his 82nd birthday a crowd had gathered wouldn't it be funny if he choked and like he couldn't make one because <laughs> the crowd's there? You guys got to turn around. You got to leave. Don't look at me. Something. But he had a big crowd there. He said, I feel really great about it. It's great to be able to perform. There was pressure. I don't normally have a crowd here, but it went well. He said he thinks he might have missed eight or so out of the hundred. Out of the hundred. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that's 92%, a little less than normal. 
but still 92% free throw shooter period at any level is awesome but the guy again is 82 years old so he made his one millionth free throw have you done anything a million times anybody uh, nap. Uh, okay, breathing. Okay, breaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, breaths. <laughs> no, uh, blinked your eyes. Okay, see. Gone to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've done that a million times. Ooh, let's do the math. Your here. whole life? Let's see. Okay, so Lunchbox, how old are you? 41. Okay, let's see. Let's calculate this. So if you're 41, so let's do... You're talking number two or number one? It doesn't matter. Oh, both? Just, just hold with me here. 41 years old yeah. times 365. Yeah. So... That's going to be 14,965 days that you have been alive. Yes. Okay. Probably a little more than that because it's not your birthday today. Correct. So let's just say uh, 15,000 days. Okay. Love it. You've been alive 15,000 days. That's crazy. How many times do you go to the bathroom a day? Oh, probably five at least. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Uh, Four four ones, one, two, or what? Uh, One, two for sure. Yeah. And... I you mean, ever so, go two two or three twos. <laughs> I, every once in a while, I go two twos. You ever go three twos? Like no, if you're not ooh. sick. Yeah, you're eating too much. Very very uh, rare, but okay. yes. So and sometimes, I mean, I get up in the middle of the night sometimes alone and pee three times. So on average, how many times do you use the bathroom a day? I'd say five. Okay. Okay. You have used the bathroom seventy-five thousand times. Now let me just what? give you twenty-five thousand, just because I'm I'm awarding it to you. What? That can't be right. You've used the bathroom. What? That number seems so low. I've only used the bathroom 100,000 times in my life. I believe so. Because what I did is, how old he is, times the day, times, I don't even know what I did. But I think he goes more than five times on average. I don't, and especially when he was a baby. In the room more than that. I mean, no, because when, when you're a baby, but I gave him you twenty five thousand extra. Right, True. when you're a baby, you change the diaper so about five times a day. Oh, because that's about how many times they go. So if you're forty one years old, times. 365 days a year, right? That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, you know what? I just, wow, your next bathroom will be your 100,000th. We should celebrate this. <laughs> and we should all watch. the crowd. Yes. Gather the crowd. Right, stand around the commode. All right. Uh, congratulations, Tom Steary of Eastside, Washington. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with radhi devlukia on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia the cia and the kgb that's where my new podcast begins this is neil strauss host of to live and die in la and i wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.